No. No, Rona. Wait. Okay, there's something. There's... What the hell? Wait! I said wait! You're so bloody impatient! Look, Rona, I do happen to be your boss, okay? Here. What is that? Charles Baudelaire reading The Dancing Serpent. What's with the phone? I'm just looking up Baudelaire's dates. Died in 1867. Did he? Yeah. And Edison invented the wax recording cylinder in... 1877. 1867, 1877. To me, that sounds like ten years. But de Martinville invented the phonautograph in the 1850s. Okay, I'll bite. You haven't heard of it? I'm an administrator, not a scientist. An experiment to prove the existence of sound waves. Someone spoke, sang, yodeled, whatever, causing a needle to vibrate and inscribe lines into a suit, coated parchment. They couldn't hear anything because they couldn't play it back, but they could see the evidence. What I've done is to read the line digitally and recreate the original sound wave. Yeah, well, it's very impressive. But, um... What? Oh, bloody hell, Liam. The committee. The funding. They, given the current climate, 20% cuts overall, which, you know what they're like. Yeah, they're like you bloody bureaucrats, and I get my throat cut. Oh, come on. Please, I'm on your side. Are you? You know I am. I gave you the job, didn't I, when you, you didn't have the... I pity that it, because I didn't finish my doctorate. Because you were the best candidate. You're extremely good at... Oh, don't patronise me, Liam. I'm trying to communicate with you. I know what you all think. Once a basket case, always a basket oh, case. Oh, come on, Rona. I mean, you can try and trust me a little. Can't you? How long have we got before they rationalise the department? Don't you think you should answer that? How long? Three months. Hello? Uh, Rhoda Forrester? Yes? Miles. Miles Hortigan. What the hell do you want, Miles? Now hold on, hold on. Look, I I know it's been a while, and there's stuff, and... Was there something? Yes, yes, of course. Uh, you're still at the Institute? Yes. Reclaiming old sound recordings, that sort of stuff? That's right, Miles, that sort of stuff. I wanted to put something to you. Something that might be quite interesting. Behold, Highcliff House. This place is a bit of an old wreck, really. Best thing would be to knock it down and build a block of flats. Nice little investment. At least, it will be once the banks buck up and start lending again. Come on. 1850s? 1842 on the deeds. Belonged to a great aunt, Aunt Bertha. I used to visit her here with my parents. <laughs> bit of an eccentric, I recall. She died a couple of years ago, almost reached her century. And? Uh, well, there was some hold-up with the will. There was no one else in the family, so Highcliffe comes to me. Bloody white elephant. What do you do with it? Can't let it fall apart. Uh, through here. Uh, this is the study. Well read, then, your great-aunt. This wasn't exactly hers, and thereby hangs a tale. Uh, take a look. On the origin of species. 
a Darwin first edition. So, yeah, this lot should be worth something. <sighs> Not so much. I had it valued. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's no hidden wine cellar with fabulous vintages to sell off either. Does any of this have any relevance at all? Oh, come on, Rona, give me a chance here. You had your chance ten years ago. We were kids. It happens. I was a kid. Yeah, OK, I was a lecturer. And we had a relationship and it broke up. And it's the worst thing that ever happened. And actually it wasn't. It was just a college affair. And I lost my job because of it. So you weren't the only one who... Well, anyway, here we are, yes? <laughs> And this could be... What? What could it be? Worth something. Quite a lot. I've got contacts in TV. There could be a documentary, a book... What are you talking about, Miles? Clement Feverell. Should it mean something? He was a medical pioneer. The immunology. He knew Darwin. There was a biography, that sort of thing. Uh, president of the Royal College of Physicians. Rona? Is... Got an entry here on Wiki. Uh, yeah, he was big in his time. What would we do without our smartphones, eh? We'd <laughs> use libraries, like this Feverell did. Well, you see, it turns out that old Clement was a bit of a techno-geek too, in his way, in his time. Come on. Clearing the place already? Not me. Bertha had it cleared sometime in the 50s. Apparently she used to maintain it was haunted. Tried to get the rates lowered because of it. <laughs> Actually, not a bad idea. Might try it myself. She didn't marry? No, I believe there was an engagement. I think he died during the war or something. She was your classic English maiden lady. And now her ghost haunts the empty rooms? No. No? It's more interesting than that. Dust and spiders. And a trunk full of... Oh. Yes. Oh. Come in, Liam. How did you know it was me? It's after hours. The cleaners never knock. Brought your coffee. Peace offering. Okay. Thanks. Not forgiven me. For what? For being the bearer of bad news. All right, it's not your fault. It's the clones upstairs, yes. The money, the suits. Look, I'll give you a great reference and... Maybe you should think about completing your doctorate. I don't what? want to go there, Liam. And I couldn't afford it anyway. I, I could help. Okay, sorry. Rona Forrester asks help of no man. Aye, because in the end they always let you down. And maybe I don't want to think bad of you, Liam, OK? So what was it you wanted? Well, I saw you let on and... And you wanted to check I wasn't stealing equipment to start up on my own? I was wondering how it was going. If you'd been looking around... I uh, found something. Something interesting? Maybe. You want to tell me about it? Over a drink? Maybe? Edison cylinders. Okay. About five million manufactured and sold between 1880 and 1925 when the phonograph really took off. These date from around 1913 to 15. There's some kind of diary, autobiography, mm -hmm. dictated by this guy, Clement Feverell. Mm. 
the immunologist. You know about him? Know the name. Did work in Africa on various tropical diseases. Darwin corresponded with him. I'll check out the collected letters. I'm certain Feverell's in there. And these cylinders were his? So it seems this contact of mine inherited them. He's convinced the recorded voice is Feverell. Not sure how he knows. He might find an index or something. What he doesn't have is a playback machine, which is where I come in. And you're doing what? I said I'd run them through the systems and maybe we'd collaborate in a project, a paper, a book, I don't know. Early electronic diaries. Could be interesting. Well, Miles thinks profitable. Miles? Miles Hortigan? My God, that Miles. Yes, that Miles. <sighs> oh, come on, Rona. He's the reason you never finished your doctorate. He screwed you over, messed you up and dumped you. And you saved my life. And yeah, he's a pain, but this could mean money, and guess what, Liam? I'm going to be out of a job in three months. He wasn't good for you, Rona. No, he was just a catalyst. I wasn't good for myself, that's all. So, what's he doing now? Something in the media. He's got all these contacts. Yeah, Miles always knew everybody, or claimed to. Be careful. I'm not 18 anymore, Liam. I can look after myself. Yes, sure, but if you need... I told you I don't. Just because you picked me up before, it doesn't mean you're not a crutch. But I am a friend. I mean, you still do do friends, yeah? i better get back to the lab. Rona. What? If Miles had the cylinders, why didn't he have the, you know playing machine thing there too. The phonograph. I don't know. Things get lost. Does it matter? With Miles, it probably does. But then you never liked him, did you? sites of which she had only read, including some of my own early haunts. We visited the grave of Charles Darwin, man I've always regarded as my master. I was amused by Clarissa's desire to pray for his soul. I did mention Darwin's thoughts on the redundancy of God as the designer of life. She said that it mattered little whether or not Darwin believed in God, only that God believed in him. I did not discuss the matter any further. She was young. She would learn better. Boring Victorian masculine self-regard. You can listen for yourself, Miles. It's on this flash drive. Unfortunately, it'll send you to sleep. Bloody near sent me to sleep. You want my opinion? It's a waste of time. There's nothing here. Nobody's going to pay for this. Well, I'd still like to hear it. 
Pour yourself a whiskey. I don't drink this stuff. Well, there's some beer if you... This is not a party, Miles, and that's not going to happen again. Oh, you don't give yourself a chance, Rona. You never did. Do you think I want another chance at you? Hey, we had some fun, didn't we? Wasn't all bad, and you know it. Yeah, but it was a long time ago, and this is now. So... I did mention Darwin's thoughts on the redundancy of God as the designer of life. She said that it mattered little whether or not Darwin believed in God, only that God believed in him. I did not discuss the matter any further. She was young. She would learn better. That's pretty much what you've got all the way through. Another five minutes of reminiscence and self-regard. It sounds good, Rona. That's a great job. I'm impressed. There are more cylinders. And why would they be any different? Because... Because Clarissa Feverell didn't die naturally. Go on. It was suicide. It happened. And I believe she killed herself because she became obsessed with... Well, because of something that happened after her husband's death. How can you know that? You know, it was my Aunt Bertha who found her mother's, Clarissa's body. Well, that's why she never liked to go up there. Why she eventually had the whole top of the house closed off. The ground floor was quite big enough for her, she always said. How do you know Bertha found her mother? Did she say? Because I took the trouble to hunt down the original autopsy notes. And also because I think Feverell was a terrible man. And Clarissa found something out and couldn't live with it. I think Feverell was a boring man. And you have absolutely no scientific base for that statement. I quote, She was young. She would learn better. Who do you think he might have had in mind to do the teaching? That just makes him sound Victorian. He probably thought of women as... As the weaker vessels. But it's still a real mystery, huh? Evolution is big news, Rona, and so are its founding fathers. Now think of a book, reassessing Feverell's life and reputation. Oh, come on, who knows what else might be buried in the cylinders? <laughs> Maybe pornography. My life and loves and a bit of discipline by... Give over, Miles. <laughs> All right. Oh, but aren't you just a... Teeny bit curious. Curiosity killed the cat. Or in Schrodinger's case, neither killed nor cured the cat. Just left the poor wee beast hanging around in a box. Do one more for me, Rona. I don't see any point. I'll tell you what. I'll write you a cheque now. £500 fee for your time and expertise. 500 You process the next cylinder. If there's nothing, we call it a day. I believe in this, Rona. I really think it could be big. And I know you. At least, the old you. The one who is obsessed with learning how and what and why. Come on. You know you want to. Here. All right. What the hell is... The grandfather clock. I thought it was broken. See, there you are. Good omens. The old bugger wants us on the job. <laughs> You're leaving? Yes, Miles. I'm going to go and earn this check. above the constraints of evolution and natural selection. And through will alone that we can attain 
immortality. It was by will that I forged on the African continent the achievements in immunology that will save millions of lives in time to come. I will that I held firm and paid the terrible price. The present would call me a murderer and punish me. The future will judge me a benefactor. It is therefore to that future that I entrust myself. For my contemporaries, I reserve my contempt and hate. Hmm. This is Miles Hortigan, not available. You may leave a message. Miles, Rona, this one is a tad more interesting. I'll see you tomorrow at 5.30. Let me know if that's not convenient. It is the will to hate. It is the will to hate. What are you on about? It is the will to hate. We commit that garland and of the energies that drive man. The greatest is not love or ambition or even the quest for knowledge. It is the will to hate that drives all of them. There is nothing a man cannot do. No height he cannot aspire to. No depth he cannot plumb. He will only... Okay, Mr. Feverell. There's nothing outstanding. I emailed the sound files from Queen Victoria's Jubilee to the National Archive. Hey, look, you, you owe the company nothing except the minimum. It's it's only that I was... When you weren't in, I, uh... Don't worry, I'm not having a breakdown. It's just that this cylinder business might be more interesting than I thought. What? Push ahead with that. But I still reckon you ought to think about your future... Uh, you know, your doctorate. Yeah, look, I will, but I have to go now. Uh, fine, but... Hello? Hello? this stuff might be more interesting than you thought. Yeah, sure. I checked up on Feverell. He was a really big name, but there was some whisper, some rumour about his methods in Africa. Desmond and Moore mention it in their Big Darwin bio, and this recording seems to substantiate that, right? Right? Possibly. 
even so, he was president of the Royal College of Physicians until his unexpected death, as Wiki has it, at the age of 68 in 1915. Spanish flu. There was a pandemic at that time. Millions died. But what's more interesting is some instructions left for his grieving widow in a codicil to his will. Which do you know about how? Uh, Clarissa's diary. It's pretty hard to read. Well, I find it almost impossible. Clarissa's handwriting is eccentric. Drunk spiders and inkwells aren't really in it. And? Well, I'm trying to work my way through it. Uh, translating, transcribing. When I can find the time. I mean, we're all busy people, right? Why didn't you tell me you had her diary? I'm telling you now. But you had it all along? Didn't you? I wanted to get your interest, Rona. I knew you'd never buy into this on my word alone. This is exactly what you did before. Before was different. It was... I don't appreciate being manipulated. But you admit there's something interesting here. Yeah, maybe. Okay, yes. <laughs> so, would you like to hear the sections of Clarissa's diary I've worked out so far? Go on. November 21st, 1929. I have at last decided that sufficient years have passed since my husband, Clement Feverell, was... Uh, something, something. I couldn't make it out. Uh, enough water and tears have flowed under the bridge of time since that dreadful event. Any chance we could cut to the chase, yeah? Uh, yeah, OK. Uh, um, it is to honour his last request that I transcribe his spoken notes and publish his words so the world may know... I think it's the travails of a noble and great heart in his quest for the good of all mankind. She was transcribing the cylinders when she killed herself. In her last note, there was no will, she left instructions the cylinders should be destroyed, as she put it, beyond earthly recovery. Why should that be? She burned all the materials she transcribed up until that point. But she didn't get rid of the cylinders herself. Why? Something else for us to find out, Rona, my dear. She said the dreadful event. Huh? Clarissa, about her husband's death, not sad or tragic. Well, maybe it was. He was president of the Royal College, about to receive all the glittering prizes, and then, poof, one of a million. Actually, 40 million pointless deaths. What a waste. Anyway, it's a great story. Look, I, I know what I'm up to, Rona. This is what I do. And I've got the contacts... Believe me when I say there's serious money in this. So is there any kind of index to this stuff? Not that I've discovered. I think it's going to be a question of plodding through the whole lot and cleaning it all up, getting it transcribed. I don't have that much time. Um, things might change. I wouldn't have access to... You've got three months in the Institute. We can do a lot in that time. And How did you know I've got three months? Ah, uh, yeah... I do my research. What, on the front page of The Guardian, is it? Rona Forrester to be laid off. You were bloody spying. If you were recruiting for a job, you'd check the candidate out, wouldn't you? It's just good business sense. Oh, come on. I'm, I'm giving you a real chance here, Rona. Oh, yeah? Why? Because maybe... Maybe in the past, back then... Maybe I do feel... That... That I behaved badly. I let you down. I was... You got religion? No, of course not. I... I just feel bad about all of it. and I wanted to try and make up for... I could have gone somewhere else. I mean, I have the contacts, but it was... It was like this was a chance to do something decent. I just... I wanted to help. OK, then. Thank you. My God, was that a smile? <laughs> well, that's a start. 
Now, I'm pretty sure Clarissa had transcribed more than half of the cylinders before she took her own life, so I suggest you listen from the middle of the series and work forward. See what we can hear. Okay? Okay? Of the Royal Society. This honour was, I think, granted in some recognition of my work in Africa. There are still those, there may be many, who harbour suspicions. But suspicions, however weighty, do not amount to evidence. So, what now? One Mr. Feverell? Which one next? Any, mini, mini. Ginger, and I'll have that one, please. For three? Uh, yeah. So, Sunday on the Esplanade. Very nice. Though I never thought you'd say yes to the seaside, Rona. Well, I felt sorry for you. You were obviously desperate to mollycoddle me. I should bloody think so, finding you flat out on the floor of the lab. I told you the mug broke. I slipped on the coffee. Whoops, bang. Come on, the doctor said I was fine. No concussion, no compression, nothing. Maybe just a bit of overwork. There you go, sir. Here you are. Ginger. Thanks. 
Sun, sand and... Thin. <laughs> no, it's nice. The sun washes things out, don't you think? No ghosts in sunlight. They need the dark, the twilight to hide in. No ghosts at all, I hope. I just want to be sure you're fine. I'm fine. The pressure. You don't... I mean... Oh, for God's sake, why don't you say it? Are you having another breakdown, Rona? No, Liam. I'm not. I slipped. I hit my head. I was briefly unconscious, that's all. That's quite a lot. You're not my mother. Leave it. So, what am I, Rona? You're my friend. And frankly, that means a lot. He was born here. Hmm? Clement Feverell in 1845. His father was a local doctor. He had one of the big houses overlooking the harbour. It was still a working harbour then, of course. You see, up there, the cliff. It was the one at the end with the gables. Must have been an amazing view out over the channel. He had a small museum. Well, it grew quite large in the end, and his mother told him... Rona. Hmm? There are no houses on the hill. It's a Widrow's car park. I can see that, Liam. I was picturing it for the book. On Feverell? Well, yes. I mean, obviously not Waitrose car parks. You know, I did think for a moment you might just fancy a day away, relaxing. But I suppose I should have known. This is relaxing for me. What did you think? I'd slip into a bikini, swim a mile or two. So, you're pretty committed to this cylinder project. I thought at first... This man Feverell's boring. Then I thought, okay, he's really not very nice. But there's something else there, that something beyond the words. As if I'm hearing hidden harmonies. Like like resurrecting Baudelaire's voice out of a few lines on sooty paper. Mm, it's all sounding a bit mystical to me. No, I think it's all concrete. I want to give it a while to brew, see what we discover. Well, for as long as I can stand Miles Hortigan and his contacts. You can work with him, after all that happened. I think I can handle Mr Hortigan. I might go as far as to say... I mean, I think he's an arse, but... Look, I'm not jealous, not of him, and... I, I do like you, care about you, and I, I don't... What does Miles really want? I don't know. Academic respectability. And what do you want, Rona? I'm losing my job, and no, I'm not sure about anything, but there's something about Feverell, something... Well, you know, I'm here if any time... Look, I know that. I appreciate it. You're a good guy, Liam. And you're a very special woman. I don't ever... Did you hear? Can we go home? Rona. Maybe you were right and you just... It's okay. Just that... It's okay. Take me home, Liam, please. Okay. Uh... Yeah. It was a nice day. I'd invite you in for coffee, but, um... You're not going to. I'm tired. I've 
been working late? Yeah. Thanks, Liam. Night. I've been calling. What's wrong? Nothing. Everything. Oh, well, just the same old, same stop, old... Stop, Sit down. Okay. It's going to be all right. Stop saying that! It's what you said last time, I guess what? It's not. It's bloody Miles, isn't it? That bastard... It's not Miles. Me. It's me. What's Miles got to do with it? Try and just... What? It's... You've been overworking. You're worried about redundancy. I mean, of, of course... Of course, yes. Of course I'd be possessed by a man who died a hundred years ago. What? This time it's real, official, right? Stamped and sectioned Rona Foresters. <laughs> Not Miles. Clement Favreau, you bloody idiot. Don't you ever listen. Well, that sounds like you. He's in my head. He's in the... TV and the walls and the phone. Impossible. I'm hearing things, Liam. I can hear them. Only I can't because it doesn't happen, does it? But I can't, so there's only one explanation. Isn't there? You didn't have auditory hallucinations before. Obviously, I'm getting better at it. Oh, God, Liam, it's awful. It, it's like... It hates me. It wants to... This black shadow getting closer and closer like some parasite that wants to crawl into my skull and... I've never had it this bad before. I don't think I can live like this, Liam. Look, maybe it's... Maybe it's... This... This... This world isn't the only thing there is. 
It's not the only world. Oh, stop it. I'm not a child. Look, if I thought I could be rationalised out of this, you think I, I, I would do it myself? OK, then, what about this? I believe in you, Rona. I always have. And what now? Phone up the men in white coats? You clean up. Get out of this flat, get into your car and drive today, right now, back to Aberdeen and stay a week with your mum. She's good people, it's a good place. Then you can start to think about what next with a clear head. You know, if something goes wrong and they find out that you didn't... What? Get them to section you? Whatever. They'll crucify you. You'll be finished, you'll never get another job. Go home, Rona. Get well. Understand? Rowies, smoked fish and oil rigs. Right? Aberdeen, you Victorian weirdo. Aberdeen! I thought you could... What? He died. 
Here, in this room. Clarissa wrote about it in her diary. It was horrible, and he was so angry. I'm not imagining this. He wanted to... What? I'm sorry, Rona. What? Take me over. Got it. So you thought you'd dump him on me. We have to destroy them. What did Clarissa say? Beyond earthly recovery. Miles! All right, all right. And the one you were playing. Three more. The ones you took to your lap. Oh, God! You have to go back. Finish it for good. Well, you just stay here, Miles, where it's nice and safe. Go. Just go. Smash them all. Please. Runa, you're supposed to be... I didn't go. I went to Highcliffe. I understand it now. I understand it, Liam. What happened to you? I had to go back there, you see. I had to face whatever it was. I could never be sure if I was mad or... But, but, but we smashed them, Miles and I. These are the last. They're blank. They were blank, I'm sure. You're hearing it. Dog. Dog. That's Miles. Help me. Someone. Come for me. Bloody hell, Get out of here, okay? Okay. Okay. Find somewhere really completely, utterly normal with real people. Yes. Are you with me? I'm with you. In The Edison Cylinders by Mike Walker, Rona Forrester was played by Claire McCarran, Liam by John Joe O'Neill, Miles Hortigan by Harry Haddon Payton, and The Ice Cream Seller by Laura Hyde. The Edison Cylinders, produced and directed by John Taylor, was a fiction factory production for BBC Radio 4.